And that's why they call it Mountain Time. What is going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, a podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less. In Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. Made it back from the Sunshine State, man. I'm glad to hear. Glad to hear we missed uh, you. Yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun. Um, had had not been to Colorado over a decade. Mm. I was a I was like a college aged person the last time I was there. Yep. Um, so that that was nice and um, had a had a grand old time. Things things were quite lovely. Very good. And uh, the weather was uh, it was I, I've never had to pack a trip where every day was like a thirty degree swing. <laughs> but even that middle target varied yeah 20 to 30 degrees yeah. day to day yeah yeah so i don't know our listeners may or may not know this i grew up in salt lake city so that's just like that's april that you know yeah. <laughs> that's that's the way the west is at that point so yeah and you sent some cool pictures you took a hike around red rocks yeah so um went to went to red rocks and uh man it's a lot of steps it's a lot of steps yeah. So like when you get, when you get to the entrance to Red Rocks, it is just stairs and it just goes, you start below where Red Rocks begins and the steps end where Red Rocks ends. Yeah. And it's something like, it was like 25 flights of stairs, I think was what my, my watch told me by That's the good. end of it. That's good. And, um, was pretty sure I almost died. Felt sure, like I was of course you die. did. Obviously, you did. Did you have that moment? Like, whenever I'm in the space of something that, like, a really great performance venue, I have like a moment of like, oh my god, all the people who played here. I, 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 you know, my mind goes through all the iconic shows I've seen captured there. I didn't necessarily have one of those moments uh, at Red Rocks itself, but I did have a fairly large chuckle going into like the visitor center. And just all of the John Tesh memorabilia. Because, like, <laughs> that John Tesh Live at Red Rocks yeah. PBS special. Massive, massive. Like, they hung their hat on that bad boy. Totally. And so John Tesh was ubiquitous. Yeah. If you were if you were into electronic music, why? That'd be the thing. Pretty much. And now, I will say this. There was a, um, there's a little section kind of off the beaten path. It wasn't, um, there wasn't a whole lot of content around it i want to make sure i uh i call it out correctly but um in the late 70s uh early 80s there was a studio that was close to red rocks called caribou ranch and their whole claim to fame was that basically when you know when these these pop acts had these outrageous budgets to to do these kinds of things you would get out of la you would get out of new york you would go somewhere Mm -hmm. and record an album and so like it's always funny to think about that uh, Back in Black by ACDC was recorded in the Bahamas, like literally like steps away from like a Caribbean beach and palm trees and stuff. <laughs> um, but Caribou Ranch is one of those places. Right. And they had a bunch of memorabilia, memorabilia and stuff from the studio. It, it Unfortunately, it burned down, I think, in 1985. Mm-hmm. But the song list of like hits that were recorded at that studio are pretty outrageous. Mm. So... Uh, it's a given Rocky Mountain Way was recorded there. Sure. Sure. By Joe Walsh. Uh Elton John recorded the following songs in in this place right outside of Red Rock. Somebody Save My Life Tonight, Philadelphia Freedom, Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me. Ooh. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds featuring John Lennon. Ooh. And The Bitches Back. Okay. All all in that studio. Nice. And that doesn't include Give a Little Bit by Supertramp, Earth Wind and Fire doing Shining Star, Rod Stewart, Tonight's the Night. Dang. 
Waylon Jennings, Dan Fo- I mean, like, it, the place is just wall-to-wall history. Hmm. And there's pictures of Michael Jackson hanging out there and Jerry Garcia and, like, cool. just all the people. Cool, cool. And so I, I think I got more jazzed on that than the venue itself. But the venue was outstanding. I mean, we did, like, a six-mile hike around that space. And it, it, nice. it is... Nice, It's magical. It, it is... It, I, I get the hype. Mm. For sure. Yeah. Very cool. So yeah, beyond that, um, just, you know, eating, drinking, having a good time. Uh, did not see a single live music act while we were out there. Well, it wasn't just what bad it was timing. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. But it was fun. Good. And um, good. good. that's literally all I've got to, uh, to add to other than I got a very interesting package in the mail that showed up while I was gone. Yes. And I don't want to talk about it too much because i think there'll be some more stuff around it in the future mm-hmm. um but uh sometimes you uh i would say you you miss 100 of the shots you don't take i took a shot wait that's wayne um, gretzky getting... um and um <laughs> eleanor roosevelt <laughs> let's go with that um crap who's the that's, boss from the office anytime... i lost his name I, I i michael scott michael scott michael scott, michael scott. holy crap there you go yeah, but it's it's you miss one hundred percent of the shot you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott, Michael Scott. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I um I, I reached out to a gear company and uh, they sent me a thing, and they want me to unbox it and play with it. I'm excited to see. Thoughts. I'm excited to see. So, yeah. Um, speaking of things that are exciting, last week we had mentioned our buddy Fred Ellsworth, um, who had given us a very nice uh, donation in our PayPal. He wanted to write back and um kind of. Get, put words around mm. what he had done. I uh, said, "Hey boys, thanks so much for the shout out in this most recent es- this most recent episode. I'd really love to be a part of the Slack community. We're going to send him an invite uh, this week. Now that I'm back, uh, my thought on the donation was to put a dollar amount to each episode I listened to. <laughs> so if that's any indication <laughs> of you know what he was willing to uh, to give us, that was uh, that's awesome. a really cool. That's awesome. Cool way to do that. Uh, he says, I know it may." Ne- I know it may seem like a lot, but it really doesn't come close to compensating you guys for the work that you've done, which is also incredibly uh, yeah. kind yeah. and generous. So it, it sure does feel like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, Fred, thanks so much uh, for the, your generosity and uh, the kind words. It, it really means a whole heck of a lot. Yeah, it's awesome. Know? It's awesome. Anyway. That's all I got, man. All right. Well, I have a couple of things. I have a couple of things. Well, you've been, you know, traipsing around the mountaintops. Um, I've had a couple of interesting things. So my new project is up and running. Uh, we are officially, it's interesting when you, when you listen to yourself on Spotify, mm-hmm. it becomes impossible to not think of yourself as a band. We're a band by God. That's happening. Yeah. And, um, and I went into, um, a bar run by a friend of mine who, um, it's a brand new place. He opened it three weeks ago, something like that. And I played acoustic yep. there on his opening night. Um, and I just grabbed his phone that was driving the speakers inside the place. And I put my version of Closer by Chainsmokers on. Mm-hmm. And like the whole place was bumping. And I was like, yeah, buddy, this is me. This is my band. He was like, oh, pretty cool. oh cool. And then I put on the other one I had on there uh, was um, uh, Psycho Killer, Talking Heads. Which I ham, I ham up badly while I'm playing it. You know, um, you're talking a lot, but you're not saying anything. You know, the whole whole deal. Um, oh yeah. 
So it's a bunch of fun. And so we're starting to talk about what dates we'd have there. We have our first official booked gig as a now public backyard party with a, like a suggested donation. And that's a thing that happens in my town is people host bands and kind of open up their, open up their yard to them. And, and so we have one of those on the 30th. Um, so that's all happening. And, and I am doing my first round of going out to venues and meeting bookers and pressing the flesh and getting introduced spanking the planks all of that um on saturday and so Mm -hmm. uh what i have to go out with is a business card um we're not live streaming this so nobody can see it but i'm holding it up so you can enjoy the delight that is my it's got a qr code on one side it's got a big logo on the other um it says that we can we're ready to play at Bars and clubs, private parties, corporate events, weddings, rodeos, and cat baptisms. Um, so we'll just see how many cat baptisms yeah. we get booked for. <laughs> um, but you know, we got a first a first round of bars to hit that we've played at. You know, I have a relationship with, and my drummer has a relationship with another one. So we're going to go to that one, and uh, so that'll be Saturday, and I'll check back in with with everybody about how that goes. Um, but you know, getting all the marketing materials together was great. We and then we're going to land at a. Um, a, a place that is, it used to be a, a textile mill that was a big thing in this area, textiles. Now it is a, uh, loft condos and office buildings and a bunch of other things in the old historic buildings. And I have rented an hour of photography time at it and a photographer yep. to come and shoot us there professionally for an hour. Um, so we'll end up with professional band photos and, you know, I can make a second cut at my one sheet that has all that. My first cut doesn't. Um, so that's all very exciting. Um, and then I have three, three kind of gear related items to chat through here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned, I think last time we talked that I was, I was, uh, I was picking up a subwoofer to add to my pair of Electro Voice 50M yep. tower speakers. Um, that came, it's an Electro Voice 18 inch sub, uh, which when I unboxed it, it was much larger than I had pictured an 18 inch the, 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 the model that talks to the app, the same way that the Electro Voice Evolve fifties do comes mm-hmm. in either a 12 or an 18. Yeah. If there'd been a 15, I would have bought it. Uh, that would have been my preferred size. I think weirdly, weirdly enough, I don't know of any companies that make 15. It feels like it is. It's, it's 12 or 18. Yeah. Yeah, and and the thing you don't account for is that eighteen the the speaker is eighteen inches. Right, the box is like twenty two, probably. A, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's large. It takes up my it takes up half of my back seat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I brought it into the into the practice space on uh, Sunday morning, our normal rehearsal time, ten a.m. Sunday morning. Um, I have brought coffee a couple times. Um, I really, I, part of me didn't want it to make as, that big a difference. Part of me wanted those oh, speakers man. to be plenty on their own, but holy crap. There's, there's it, it, it's a, it's at least a thousand more Watts like yeah. being pushed out. Yeah. It's, it, it, and, it and is, even, even turned way down in a 15 by 20 storage unit. It's a game changer. And, and so what it, I did, it's outrageous. It's outrageous. So, so like we talked about last week, I ran into it. I ran it off an ox and the only tracks I put into it were the bass guitar, the kick drum and the track. And I did not take those tracks out of the mains, the full mains, 
but I did put a high pass filter on the mains at about mm. 80 Hertz. So I knocked out a lot of the bass sort of oomph, but I left the bass articulation in the mains. And my bassist, <laughs> when I introduced all this to her, she stood between them. She stood with the sub on one side and the mains on the other side and played. And honest to God, the attack was coming from one side of her and the grunt of it, the power of it was coming from the other side. And it was really something. And so, um, yeah, I'm very excited. I'm very excited to put this live because it's going to be, it's going to change how we sound completely. Uh, not that yeah. we've sounded, we've never gigged in this with this rig or with this band, but it's going to be a whole new thing. So I'm very excited about yeah. that. That's a, that's a really cool thing. Um, I think that, uh, evolve 50 M you know, I've, I've used it acoustic. I've used it as a duo. It would have been fine for the band, but just, I wanted a little more grunt and this was the way to do it. And I, and I'm, I'm all for that. I'm very excited about it. Yeah. It, the, you think that's a lot. Wait, wait till you get two of them. Yeah, I don't see us ever getting two of them. I, no. By the time we need that, we'll be in. You know, I mean, places where we would need that. We'll we'll, yeah, they'll have their own. They'll have their own. I don't know stadiums, <laughs> but they'll have their own systems. They won't need me to bring stuff in the back of my car. Yeah, no. I, the the subwoofers are an absolute must, and 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 it, especially if you are a group that has like functioned without them. <sighs> Adding them is just like boom. What's happening? You know, in my last band, we we added at some point we put the bassist into his own rig, like his own combo amp, mm -hmm. um, and took it out of the mains, and that made a huge difference. But mm -hmm. this is even a step up from that. This is this is it's a huge amount of power. So yeah, it's exciting. That's exciting. Love it. Um, here's the next piece. Um, last week you talked about all the contact you'd had with this particular guy and you had like dates and times you knew mm -hmm. when you talked to him and when you brought I that did. up on the Patreon Slack, I was like, what kind of, how do what, what tracking system do you have in place? Yeah, you, so you can quote these things. Impressed. It was really, it was really something. And you know, you were just like, well, I scrolled up the Facebook chat. Like this wasn't, yep. uh, I mean, it wasn't anything, but I started thinking about the fact that I have had, and, and I've been using Band Helper forever and Band Helper's um, contacts section, which is an attempt at implementing what's called customer relationship management or CRM. CRM. Yeah. yeah. CRM is a thing, you know, I, I, I work in real estate tech and for um, real estate agents managing, gosh, those people you helped put in a house four years ago who might now be looking to sell uh, boy, you better know who they are. You better be reaching out to them. You better be in front of them and in touch with them. And there, there are systems that help real estate agents do that. Um, mm -hmm. as far as I can tell, there's nothing specifically meant to help band people, music people do yeah. that. Band helpers are pretty good attempt, but it's missing some kind of core parts of it. And so I started casting around for what would be something I could press into service for this. And I found this thing called HubSpot. Are you familiar? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I am. Yeah, HubSpot is a is a contact relation uh, uh, a customer relationship manager CR, CRM system that's not specifically meant for music, but I was able to dump my contacts out of Band Helper and convert them into um, spreadsheet forms instead of JSON documents. It took some mm -hmm. tech work that uh, a nerd like me can do that maybe not everyone can, but um, I ended up importing into HubSpot all of my contact data from band helper 
And then, you know, sure enough, there were a couple that jumped out at me like, gosh, I, sh I should just be in touch with them now. And I sent emails and then I recorded in HubSpot that I'd done that. And I made myself a note to follow up in a month. And I recorded in it, um, which people I'm going to go visit this weekend and what I, you know, what conversations I hope to have. And, you know, and then they have a really good mobile app that I could go back and as I'm on the road on Saturday, I can log my contacts and the conversations we had and the notes we took about it. And, um, I think it's going to put me in a new way in terms of really like managing those relationships that have mostly just been like, oh, I think about them. So I should text that girl over at what's it or, you know, yeah. that, 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 that all of that, um, thinking to follow up has been a mental process rather than something I could automate. And, yeah. uh, HubSpot's going to give me the ability to do that. It's not the only one out there. There are others, but it has a free level that is, uh, I doubt I'll ever outgrow it. And, mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I really recommend looking at stuff like that. You know, if, if, if anybody out there has some kind of CRM you're using, I'm real interested to know what you're, what, you know, what it is, how you're using it, whether it's got features tailored for musicians. Cause I literally did not find one. I did a fair amount of searching. Um, you know, HubSpot has the closest thing it has to like a booking is a, is a, it calls it a deal. Mm-hmm. And I had to go in and add some custom fields to it about like the show date and start time and end time and things that are music gig related that it didn't know about, but it has the flexibility yeah. to do that. And once you've done that, it kind of, it kind of works for what you want. Um, at any rate, I feel very good. And, and, and I was able to go through it and say, these guys, well, I did actually just text him a couple of weeks ago. So let me make myself a follow up in two more weeks to do that. And it'll, it'll ping me. It'll remind me. It also, by the way, um, you know, I use Banzoogle for the new projects, mm -hmm. um, website and it hosts the email address info at newstrange.band. And it's a webmail thing that I would have to remember to go to periodically and check that email. But HubSpot is now set up to check that email all the time and it'll check it all the time. It'll, 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 it, it'll act like an email program with Banzoogle mm -hmm. as its service behind it. And it'll forward those emails to my Gmail that I check, you know, every day it comes right to me so that I'm, right. I never miss one. And there's never one that's like lingering there, but I forgot to go look, um, which was always a risk with how I did this before. So, um, yeah, it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. I would recommend getting serious about that sort of thing. Sort of the tech of customer relationships is yeah. a very cool thing. Yeah, so um, I had mentioned in passing uh, last week about um, that HoneyBook mm -hmm. service. And apparently, um, that is one of the things that it is very good at. It does, it, it automates um, those kinds of things where it will send follow-ups, it'll send thank yous. Like, it does all of the customer service-y mm -hmm. things, um, and there's an automated part of it. Um and I, I haven't pulled the trigger on giving it a shot yet, but I will say that, you know, based on what I've seen, it seems like it's it's really neat. And um, I think that there's a free tier, I think up to like 10 grand, it's free with limited functionality. And then I think the full blown one is like 40 bucks a month. And then there's like a super ultra mega package above that, that does a bunch of other things. Mm. But um, man, that really seems like a, more and more, it seems like it might be worth uh, worth not having to put all the effort in. Well, for... as, yeah. And as we scale our outreach and our customer relations, like 
there's just got to be more tooling around it. We just can't keep a spreadsheet. It's just, it doesn't work anymore. Well, yeah. And, and, and as a person who, you know, you can call it neurodivergent or ADHD or whatever. Um, I, I, there's a condition called object permanency and mm. it is absolutely real. Yeah. But basically if I don't see Dan, I don't think about Dan. Right. And, um, it, it's like that with people I've known my entire life <laughs> and, um, it can be detrimental to, Oh, things like friendships and relationships and that kind of thing. Um, so anything that makes me appear more thoughtful than I'm actually, I actually am. hundred uh, percent. Might oh, be worth yeah. 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 If, if, or, or if something can prompt me to send that email to say, Oh, I was just thinking of you. Mm-hmm. Now I wasn't, but the software I did. Wasn't. So I'm fine. It's handled. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Uh, any of that kind of stuff is, uh, would be, I'm a fan. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I, I signed up for a HubSpot account. I guarantee you there's one. And it's probably got 10, 15 contacts in it. And then I just either forgot about it or. Well. No, let's be real. I forgot about it. That's the thing. It, it does take for it to provide you any value. You got to keep working it. You got to put the work in. Yeah. 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 And that's true for all of those things. You know, Salesforce or any of those things. You have to keep operating it for it to be useful yeah. yeah well i uh i'm stoked on that i hope that uh i hope that that gives you kind of the the roadmap that you're looking for yeah to, to kind of keep things going and it is definitely uh inspiring to uh get that put together mm-hmm. um you know the other thing there's a lot of business stuff that we gotta i've gotta make some you know some businessy decisions in the near future so. yeah yeah yeah. The other thing HubSpot wants to do for me is it wants to be my mailing list manager. Mm-hmm. And I'm currently in a paid plan with MailChimp. Yep. Um, just because of the number of projects I have in it, the number of titles I have in it. Um, incidentally, the Dan Ray Music mailing list just broke 200 members. Muscle um, top. So yeah, 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 it's good. Um, and I'm consistently getting like, 45 to 50% open rate, which is decent. Um, so would I move all that into HubSpot and migrate all those people? There are ways to move all those people and it wouldn't, it would be oh, totally yeah. transparent to them. They wouldn't have any idea. Um, maybe, I don't know. kind of depends on what the reporting is. Um, uh, MailChimp's reporting is pretty good. So yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking into that. Well, I, you know, I, typically when you, when you, it, it's, it doesn't feel like it's a big like decision to make, but the prospect of like migrating stuff and like relearning a new yeah. system. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And I mean, MailChimp for all intents and purposes is kind of a CRM in itself. Yes, it is. It is. So it, and HubSpot, you know, it, it, they are one of those, they're kind of like, well, they are like Zendesk yes. because they also do a, yes. a help desk service. Yes. yes. Uh, so they are kind of like a, um, they're a company that is doing like, they're, 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 they build modules, businessy modules, yep. and you can opt in or out of all of the different doodads that they offer. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, uh. That's a tough call. I don't it know is. I don't, I, I don't know. I need to. I need to. I need to learn some more about it. The, the other thing I like about um, HubSpot in particular is they have supported and, in fact, um, 
contributed money to some agile development organizations that I'm a fan of. That so, makes sense. Yeah. You know, they're, 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 um, their heads are on right about the software development process, which is important to me. And it doesn't have to be important to anybody else, <laughs> but it's important to me. So, um, uh, so I like them about that. And, and, um, you know, that is a factor in some of my decisions. I, you know, similar, like if you found that, um, some company was making political donations you liked, you might, you know, mm-hmm. it feels, feels pretty similar to that. Anyway, I think, I think a lot of bands would do well to, better systematize their customer outreach and their customer data infrastructure. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's something I recommend looking into. And if you, if you as listeners out there have a solution that is good or works for you or, um, you know, and I'm thinking kind of something beyond a Google doc. um, I'm interested. Let us know. Yeah. We are 100% open to uh, best practices. Cause yeah, like we said, like we're not quite, we don't have it all figured out. We're learning this part. 100%. Yeah. Yep. And I guarantee you that there are people who listen to this that are crushing this on a for level sure. that you know, for definitely have this dialed in. Sure. For sure. Now, here's the third Here's the third thing. Completely unrelated third thing. Speaking of people who are crushing it, our friend Mike Shelty mentioned on the Slack channel, the Patreon Slack this week, that he had um, come across this product that is a multi-camera live streaming solution. Yeah, the Mevos. And he posted some videos of a show yep. that the Pork Tornadoes did using this thing called the Mevo Start mm-hmm. live streaming system. And what it is, is three... Go ahead. Well, I wanted to just note that um, for those for those of you who have been keeping tabs on, uh, on, on the pod for a while... Uh, Nick Nespajani, the uh, lead singer of Yacht Rock Review, when they were doing their quarantine covers, those were all done with Mevos. Oh, so he he had kind of uh, he had mentioned them, you know. Well, that's years ago. a connection I didn't even have. So they've been through a few iterations. The current the yep. current version has only been out for maybe six months, mm-hmm. and it's called the Mevo Start, and it's three cameras that top out mm-hmm. at 1080p so they're not the 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 earlier versions had 4k but nobody streams at 4k it's not it's not a thing yeah it's not a, yeah um the beauty of them is their their batteries worth six hours mm-hmm. they talk to each other over wi-fi in apparently a very stable way to your phone they do or ipad or tablet whatever they do um auto director Right, so they can switch mm-hmm. amongst themselves and build a multicam show automatedly, um, and then stream. If they're on a Wi-Fi that has access out to the world, they yep. can connect to Facebook on their own and just stream mm-hmm. right from the cluster of cameras. Um, or, which is the use case that I can imagine, they can record that auto-directed show to your phone or tablet, mm-hmm. and isolated camera angle foot video to the SD card on the camera itself. So yeah, uh, it's doing, so it'll do, it, it records the stream, but you're also getting the individual feeds in addition. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, this, cl- this cluster of three cameras is the price point out is about three grand. Sorry, pardon me. Wow. One grand, oh. pardon me. One grand, about a thousand dollars. 
About a thousand dollars. I mean, that's still a lot of money, but you really did a great job of like softening <laughs> Anchoring that it and MSRP. then softening it. This the I had the number three in my head because that's how the how many cameras it has. No, it's it's about a thousand dollars. This package cost seven billion. Seven billion. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. One thousand. Oh, One thousand. So much better. So much better. Oh my god. First yeah. to third. No clutch. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to reverse. No. To yeah. first. Um. Thousand dollars and. Uh, it gets here Saturday. Okay. Cause Mike mentioned it and showed video of it. And I did a bunch of research of it and like the, the gap between year acquisitions, acquisition syndrome and clicking the buy button was very, very short on this. Cause I've been looking for a way to, I've done a lot of shows where I've set up GoPros and various mm-hmm. other things that just don't, they don't do well in low light cause they're not built for that. Yep. They're built to be on your helmet while you're riding a bike in the canyons. Um, mm-hmm. or, and their battery doesn't last anything like six hours. You know, you get the first yeah. set, but forget it about the second. Um, these are built for that. They do well in low light. Actually, Mike's videos demonstrated that. And then there's some others online mm-hmm. that demonstrate that pretty well. They do they're pretty well in low light. And there's a real community around them uh, trying to get them, you know, pe- people use them for um, <laughs> the YouTube channel that mostly I found about it was a dude who uses them to stream church services and mm-hmm. his city, um, like city council, city meetings? Cou- yeah, city council meetings, yeah, municipal stuff, and yeah. then uh, like his kids softball games, he streams over these things with three cameras set up. It's like, it's a pretty professional looking thing, frankly, once mm-hmm. you get it all set up. So, um, yeah, it's exciting. I will probably, um, post a demo of it. I don't know, Sunday morning when I've had a chance to play with it. Um, yeah, I mean, from a hardware standpoint, I mean, they're really compact. They're, you know, they're, it's they're really nice pieces of kit and totally wireless. That's the thing about you. You put it on a stand, you leave it alone. It just does its thing. And when you come back later, you have good video. And, but a lot, I don't know if this particular model does, but they also have ethernet connections. So yes. they don't have to be wireless. They That's can right. be hardwired, which means you're getting like unadulterated, yeah. like yeah. bandwidth yeah. for these things. So yeah. there's yeah. also that option. Yeah. And I don't think there's another company out there that is doing like a, this is the whole show in a box kind of service quite the way that they do. There are some, but not wireless and not for a thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, for, for a lot of these other things, you know, there's, there's software solutions mm-hmm. and there's hardware solutions right. and then there's hardware controller solutions. Right. And they all might do like bits and pieces of those things. Mevo really kind of figured out a way to like, like, Nope, whole show, three cameras, for that matter, Done. you know, as long as it can get to the internet, why it can stream to Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, like it, all the streaming platforms, it can just hit them. And it doesn't need yep. your device to drive that. It can do it on its own. It's doing the yeah. the, the, encoded, the encoding, the editing, all of that on its, its own. It's neat. It's very neat. So um, I mostly imagine using it in, in the band context to capture multi-camera video to cards for offline editing. Um, but I'd stream some shows. I'd stream some shows. Why not? Once I have a gear, why not? Right. Yeah. Um, for sure. So yeah, it's an exciting thing. And, um, Mike, uh, as always is showing the way. That's how he does. You know, it's, it's interesting now that I'm thinking about it. Um, so we've got that show at Venkman's, Mm -hmm. uh, this coming Friday on the 15th. Um, 
And they are going to stream that show on this thing called Volume, which is like a streaming thing. We did a couple of um, uh, live streaming events through them. I also during like at their venue, but also from our, from my basement. Mm-hmm. But I think they use them. They're going to use. They're using that Mevo system cool. for those kinds of cool. things too. So cool. A lot of churches are doing it. A lot of um, yep. yeah. It's it's uh, it's a pretty well. It's it's Logitech. Oh, okay. Uh, kind of underneath it all. They're, they and they haven't been like loud about the fact that it's Logitech. Logitech for creators is the sort of sub brand that it is. Um, so the gear is from somebody you know and trust and have used yeah. for years. Uh, it's not some startup out of the blue. Um, yeah. Were they at some point? Was it like a maybe? This, maybe was yeah. I'm not sure if this was like a um, like an acquisition where they like somebody was doing something kick ass and it they could were just be. Like, it could be. Like, Give me. <laughs> it could be. I wouldn't put the best Logitech there. They're they're like that. Um, but it's certainly in, inside their umbrella right now. So yeah. Cool beans. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I can't wait to see him. I'll give a I'll give some uh, some demos of that once we're once we're live. I'm very excited to play with it. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, I'm you know that's you you did all the heavy lifting. I Listen, was, you uh, were busy walking around Denver. I mean, man, I I did some walking around. Yeah, we put, put and some miles and, on, and the, you did it a mile high. Did you feel the altitude? altitude? Um, there was definitely moments where I was like, huh. I'm not normally this worn out. Right. Yes. But when you're doing the steps at Red Rocks, I don't care what the altitude is. You know, at some point you're just like, why? Why are there still <laughs> steps? Why am I still going? Yeah, I'm, I'm a tenth of the way up this. What's happening? Yeah. And you, know, you, you, you wake up and you're like, your nose is bleeding for no reason. Right. That's fun. Yeah. It's a good time. <laughs> now, doctor, explain the upsides. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, no, it was, uh, yeah, it was fun. It was a good, good combo. That's I, good. It, it's nice to, you know, I just got to kick, kick back and just, you know. Listen, sometimes I'm, I'm the one. Listen, uh, uh, speaking of fitness and altitude and well, mm. wellness, the other big acquisition I've done recently is an Averon brand um, rowing machine. Is it like the water rowy ones with like the? Big, it's it's not hole? it's not water rowy. It's it's uh, air resistance and magnetic, but it's kind of the Peloton of rowing machines. It's got like a game of games you can play by rowing and um, a whole game of rows. Game of, game of rows. There, is, I do have to find a username, so that might have that might have just become it. There you go. Yeah, I'm so glad that I like I have fully embraced being the Dan of this episode. <laughs> Excellent. I've really like I'm just I'm come really in with the punchy me. random quip, and you're good. I love it. Yeah. This is, this is, this is me now. I love it. <laughs> well, yeah. So, you know, this week is, uh, it's prepping for show. We, um, we got some, we got to get some new tunes under us, some old tunes, uh, back up under, uh, the, uh, those travel dates have been confirmed. And so I've got a bunch of looping. Sweet. I need to start prepping for Sweet. Um, and, uh, getting some just random requests for sub work and all kinds of stuff. Like it's, you know, my, my dance card's filling up. Very good. I have and, a, uh, I have a gig back at that, um, that new place that my friend opened, um, on my birthday Eve, ooh. which is April 23rd. My birthday is the 24th. So I'll be playing the 23rd and he's going to throw a whole mm-hmm. birthday thing for me. I don't know what that's going to look Dan-a-Palooza. like. Dana Palooza. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. 
Well, hopefully you guys are in the same boat and uh, you're starting to get uh, your dance cards filled up. And uh, yeah, we're we're excited to get back out there. And, um, you know, because all things are content, more gigs equals more stuff to talk about. And uh, if you run into any unique situations at your gigs and you want to pick our brains or ask questions about it, email us, coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. Or you can do any of the lovely things that our friend Adam Moskowitz is about to tell you. But other than that, I think we, uh, I think we, we, we punched the card. We did the things. We I believe the it. I believe we have. All right, folks. Well, in Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. You've been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast for the week of April 8th, 2022. Bye. It was lovely. Was it? And that's how you rock more and suck less. Hey, listener, this is Adam Moskowitz of the Van Band out of South Florida. Yes, another Adam. Adams are taking over the cover band scene. Get used to it. Sorry, Dan. On behalf of Cover Band Confidential, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Now, I know you want to support this cast, so this is how you do it. You subscribe, you leave a five-star review, you share this episode with your musician friends, and you throw a screenshot on your story. And you go ahead and you follow the podcast on all the socials. You got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all of them. These gentlemen, Adam Johnson of Members Only and Dan Ray of the Clinky Lincolns, have graciously given us vast amounts of great content. So as a thank you, go ahead and send them some green energy on their Patreon page. For real, send them some digital coins. And when you do that, you'll get access to the Slack back channel, which is just musicians and band leaders chatting about the craft of being in a performing cover band. The wins! The losses. The behind the scenes goodness. If you play at least once a month for money, all I'm saying is break off a few bucks for your favorite podcast that you always listen to. Any questions, comments, hit up the Facebook group, send a text or voicemail to their hotline. That's 404-491-0910. You can also email coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. If you'd like, you can find my band on Instagram, Facebook, at VAMBAND. That's V-A-M band. Do it. Seriously, I want to see that CBC bump. Or you can find everything you need at VAMBAND.com. We started in 2019. We play funk, pop, soul, R&B, Motown in Southeast Florida. I play guitar and backup vocals at Adam Moskowitz Music on IG. Also follow the CBC host on IG. That's at Adam Patrick Johnson and at Dan Ray Musician. Or visit coverbandconfidential.com for all the goods. I'm going to go ahead and call it for Adam Moskowitz in Boca Raton, Florida. That was your outro bumper on Cover Band Confidential. Always be performing! Always be performing!